It's time for the big show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. Hello, everybody. I'm Andy Gallo. And I'm CJ. And we are once again at Red Brick Tavern. We've got Berkeley Sisson with us right here. And uh, we just uh, played a gig. Uh, yeah, we did. did. A fabulous just, gig. Uh, played <laughs> bass, fun. played guitar. Yeah, I did a solo song just a few moments ago. A couple by myself. Yeah, absolutely. What What do you enjoy doing most? Playing that bass, or would you rather play a guitar? You know, I I started out as a guitar player. My my father supported my music, and he would never buy me a bass. I always wanted a bass guitar, and he was all son. No man, the bass player they 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 mop up after the show, you know. And so he bought me a guitar, and then he bought me a pedal steel guitar from Herb Remington over at his guitar parlor. And uh, I, I've always played guitar. And then when I went to college, I, I really started playing in '87 professionally with a fella I went to high school with named Paul Logan. And he started out in a band called the Diamondback Band, and it was Paul Logan and a fellow named Davin James, oh, who's okay. gone on yeah. to, to have some, yeah. some very, very nice success. And Paul's mm-hmm. had a lot of success on his own. He's out of Austin. As a matter of fact, I believe next week he's going to be doing a songwriter festival. And Big Ben, uh, another guy we went to high school with was Scott Walker, mm-hmm. who has um, Rock House Studios there in Terlingua. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I always played guitar, and then we we started a college band. And, and it's kind of funny. I played with Hugh Meyer, and and Hugh and I have danced around each other for for years. When Paul left Davin, I joined a band with Paul called Texas Questions. Mm-hmm. A fellow named Mike Maples, who is a local bass player, really plays with a lot of people. Uh, plays with Trey Clark, as a matter of fact, and I play with Trey Clark. Um, a lot a lot of shows with Trey Clark is he still is Trey Clark still doing music he still does music I get him out but he's uh he's a dog trainer and he's got uh, yeah. a it's got called Trey Clark's Doghouse, and he's a he's a fantastic dog trainer it's unbelievable wow. but I, I Paul when Paul left Davin I joined with Paul and Davin's first guitar player after that was a fellow named Hugh Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? So we, we've kind of, Hugh and I have kind of danced around different groups mm-hmm. and never played together. And we've always kind of looked at each other like, I know you, I know you. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, golly, I think I've been playing with Hugh close to 10 years now. And, wow. And it, it's just been a joy. We've had, we've had a few different little ensembles. And uh, I got to come play with Jim. Mm-hmm. And I've had more fun playing with Jim. Jim introduced me to Animal. And, oh man, that was that was something tonight. That was a I'll fun show. What. Yeah, and we, we we tore it up, didn't we? We did. <laughs> you know, Berkeley. I like to talk about the fact that there's so much that's lumped under the umbrella of country music, and and really there's such there's four corners or at least of very diverse music that's called country. And, uh, you know, I was in the uh, Ray Price, Johnny Bush, that, that uh, full four shuffle yes, sir. corner of it. Uh, tell me a little bit about the, the kind of, uh, even a lot of the music that you played wouldn't necessarily be called country, right? Well, I, I, I've, I, I was fortunate my father introduced me to a whole lot of different music growing up. and. He introduced me to big band, 
show tunes and when we would drive he would always have a cd in of some big bands he's who's this uh, well it's clear it I bet that's Benny Goodman, you know, yeah, you're right. So it was always kind of a quiz. Did he play anything? He played the banjo. And wow. I inherited, when he passed away, about 30 banjos. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. I've got one in every room in my house, and I've got three in every closet. But uh, he loved music, and, and I would play with him, and uh, we would, we would, we would boil them cabbages down, and, and yeah. a lot of bluegrass. Uh, you, you mentioned Ray Price, Mike Maples, the first guy that played bass, who plays with Trey Clark. His uh, his uncle was Charlie, I believe Charlie Harrison, who was Ray Price's guitar player. That's right. Yeah, and I, he's got some old tapes of living room jams with Ray Price, and I, I swear to you, if he wouldn't have kept Ray Price off of his mother, Ray Price would have been his father. <laughs> I would. I would like to get some, um, I'm looking for some Charlie Harris recordings. Mike, Mike has some. He, yeah. I, I will ask him, they're on Reel to Reel, but I will sure ask him, I was, I was talking to, is it Red that used to work at Evans Music? Does that name sound familiar? He's an old, old, older fellow that worked at Evans Music and I, we got into a conversation about Ray Price and evidently Charlie bought a, a, his first good Telecaster from from Red and he wanted the pickups changed in it and it, it was it was some story but well oh. did Red uh, Ray had a he had a fiddle player named Red Hayes it was in Red it was Ray's band but uh, but I knew a drummer of the name of Red. It, it might have been he was an old old guy. Yeah. We, uh, we we were fortunate enough when we were in college. Uh, do you know Sam Page? You remember Sam Page? Oh, knew him well. So Sam Page was the owner of Borsky's Tavern. Yeah. yeah. And we went to Borsky's Tavern, and we had this idea at Sam Houston. The big the big night for partying was Thursday night. And the bar shut down at midnight in, in Huntsville, but it stayed open at Borsky's till 2. Yeah. So we went with him to the idea of let us come play on Thursday night, and when the bar shut down in Huntsville, we'll bring a crowd out here. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. So our deal was our name was on the marquee at Borsky's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We got all the Lone Star beer we could drink and a free barbecue sandwich and a bag of chips. Right. And, and that was that was our first gig. Yeah. And we were driving, I think we three of us were riding in the back of somebody's pickup truck that was taking us to the gig and we were trying to come up with a band name before we got to the show. And and Paul said, Well I wanted to have something with Texas in it. And we were going, Texas, Texas, Texas what? Texas that's the question. And it's like Texas questions. And, and we've been playing, we play a show a year. We still play a show a year after 30, 34 plus years. Right. And yeah. we still get yeah. together. But but Sam, we went and played that first show and Sam said, boys, I want you to come back. I want you to come back and play every week. Yeah. So we went back the next Thursday and Sam came, you know, Sam was Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. Sell the sizzle, don't sell the steak. You know, he was he was a cool dude. Yeah. And oh, yeah. our first time back, he came to us and he had this sack. And he said, now boys, I got y'all present, got y'all present. So what, what, what do you got? And he handed each one of us a tuner. <laughs> he said, you boys are real good, but 
it sounds like crap when you're out of tune. So, so, so here's the tuner. I still have that tuner, and I, I, it's one of my prized possessions, man. It's wild. But, but I grew up playing in in country honky tonks, and we did, we did kind of, we kind of did the cosmic cowboy. We were kind of on that vibe, yeah. and that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. I didn't realize it at the time, but Sam introduced us to Larry Butler. Mm-hmm. And Larry Butler was about to do his last big hurrah, and he asked if we would be his backing band. Oh, wow. And we just we were in college, and we just couldn't pull the trigger. If I'd have known what I know now about Larry Butler, oh, yeah. I'd have gone in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. What, oh, a, yeah. what a guy. Yeah. You know, and what, what a story. Oh, with yeah. Willie Nelson and, and, right. and, oh, yeah. and not letting Willie yeah. sell him all his good songs for yep. five dollars a piece or yep. whatever it was. Oh yeah. yeah. So we did we did a lot of uh, we did a lot of shows, man, and we were so committed to to the country music. And you know, Sam was a big uh, traditional country, mm-hmm. the preservation country. of country music, and yeah. did a lot yeah. of that. And, and he played and sang also. He, he had it. What did he have? An old ES one seventy five. Thank you, man. He had an old ES-175 guitar that he played, and he had a buddy that came up that had an original broadcaster, Fender Broadcaster. And we got to see some of these fine guitars. But, you know, playing, uh, I started playing with Trey Clark. I've played in rock bands. I played, I play in a band called Murder the Stout that we formed over 20 years ago. It's a Celtic rock band, and uh, I, before that, I was in a band called On the Dole, and it was a Celtic rock band, and we, me and the drummer, Mark Finnity, he owns a bar in Houston called the R-Bar, down on uh, uh, Houston Street, or anyway, right down by the police station. So he called me and said, man, there's this Irish guy, you need to come out and play. And so we did, we formed this band. And Houston was starved for Celtic music at the time, mm-hmm. yep. and we, we took off, man. We were we were instant hits, and and I, we always told him we're gonna stay with you till you're ready to break loose and start touring. And we were the house band at a place called Sam's Irish Pub, yeah, which I believe was used to be the Houston Concert Pub, yeah. But I was on stage and. Uh, Patrick said, well, this is our last show of On the Dole. And I looked back at Mark and I said, man, I think we just got fired on stage. <laughs> and we laughed. We laughed. And he started a band called The Blaggers. And they still play. Yes. They're, they're touring right now. Right. They're, they're a well-known band. Uh, when, when The Blaggers get back, Patrick's a dear friend. And uh, we're getting ready to have a Where are they based out of? Out, out of Houston, but Patrick oh. lives in Trinity now on the water. Oh, okay. And uh, I, ta- I stayed in contact with him for a long time. And uh, What's the difference between Celtic music and Irish pub well, kind of thing? There, there's Celtic, traditional Celtic, that is uh, Scottish music. There's a lot of reels and, and you know, a lot of traditional... Uh, you have fiddle players usually? We, Patrick has fiddle players in, in, in the Blackguards. When we played, we had a, a master penny whistle player from Wexford, Ireland. Wow. And Patrick was from uh, Dublin. And I got a real quick education about two Irish guys, with one of them being a Protestant and one of them being a Catholic. Mm. And, and there was a lot, you know. <clears throat> There's a lot of stuff still going on, oh, yeah. a lot of, a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of uh, political 
And I, 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 we would be at a bar. There's a song called The, the Broad Black Grimmer, and he was the Irish bomber. Hmm. And I would say, hey, let's play the Broad Black. Oh, no, we, we don't play that at this bar. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I had to right. learn coming yeah. up. Yeah. And so when, 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 when Patrick went on his own, me and the, uh, the whistle player and I, my English teacher would kill me, um, we picked up a master accordion player named Hugh Morrison, and we started Murder the Stout, and I picked up my drummer from the Texas Questions. So we had a rockin' Texas country rhythm section mm. with a... Celtic, and we did a little more classical than the, the amped up rock and Irish stuff. And um, I did I did a pretty good stint about three years with those guys, and it got to where they were starting to, to break loose and tour, and I backed out and started playing with Trey Clark, but I just recently, they called me and asked, about a year ago, asked if I wanted to play some festivals. And I said, yeah, I'd love to play some festivals. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went, and the first one I did was in Monroe, Louisiana. And we got to the festival, and we walked in, and man, Murder the Stout, those guys are stars. And I didn't know it. And Hugh just kind of sat back, and people, oh, there's Murder the Stouts in the house. And <laughs> had one guy come up and ask me, you're the original bass player. Will you sign my CD? And oh, wow. I looked at Hugh, he goes, yeah, we're pretty big, man. I can't believe it. Now, you talked a little bit earlier about touring I'm gonna go with Hugh. Okay. Yeah. They do a they do a deal that's like ten days, ten shows, and they take fifty fans, and they they get a big caravan or big tour bus, mm -hmm. and they go see all the sites, and then at the end of the day, they have dinner at a small pub, and they put on a show, and then the next day is at a different different location. Mm -hmm. And I told Hugh, I said, you know, I don't know if I'm up for ten days of being in a bus with a bunch of rowdy drunk Irish people you know I said it sounds like fun but I don't know if I'm in, you know, in for a penny in for a pound I said I yeah. don't know and he said we were having we were in Monroe Louisiana having breakfast and he said well you know he goes I go every year by myself and tour uh, Europe and I would like to take you with me he said I go and he goes I do all public transit I stay in little tube hostels uh, just where you can climb in and go to sleep and he said last year I, I showed up in, in uh, Hom I guess Hamburg, Germany mm. and he goes they booked me in at a punk rock bar wow. and there I was and I walked in and he, but, but he said you know the, 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 the listeners over there I, I would say if I went in to play Texas country or, or, or Irish music at a punk bar here we would probably get well. I, I don't know. There's a there's a band we opened for called Flatfoot 54, which I believe is a biblical term. They tell me these guys are big old guys. They're six eight six nine. They are a Celtic Christian punk band. Oh my goodness! And they they've been around for a long time. Wow. So, but he said that it's it's a little more. They're, they're more open to different types of music and they're very respectful and he said you know you coming in and playing some texas country music over there he said you're going to be a rock star so i thought i couldn't we're going to do five shows in six days in five different countries wow now when do you leave i don't know i'm trying to get my passport we don't have it all booked yet i've never been out other than crossing the border to mexico which you can't do that anymore yeah. but, oh uh, boy 
Well, when you get back, maybe uh, we have you on. You can tell all about that. Absolutely. You're going to have That'd some be, experience. I'm, a, I'm, I'm looking so forward to it, and I'm just going to let him be my tour guide. But well, man, we really appreciate you doing the podcast. Buddy. Well, you you're, know, a, you're I, an intriguing I, guy. I sure appreciate y'all having me out. And Jim, I love playing music with you, and I hope we get to play many more oh, shows. Oh, yeah, we're going to be in here every month. So. That's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're booked in. Appreciate hey, it's you. so nice to meet you. You bet. Good to meet you. Good yes, to meet sir. you. Yes, sir. Hey, folks, just want to remind you, though, you can listen to this podcast on many different platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. And also, you'll see a link below. You can help support the, uh, the podcast by uh, hitting that link. And uh, we'll see you folks on another one. Adios. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Big Show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. This has been a Unicab Media presentation.